Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Connor Hallie, Brandon Douglas with you. The Frenzy brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky locations in Leduc, Spruce Grove, and right here in West Edmonton Mall, wilhawkbeefjerky.com. Uh, I had to let that song play out a little bit, Brandon. That was a request from someone, a little Sia. Yeah, a that's uh, that's uh, one I'd never heard, and I, uh, as we were in the break there getting the... Uh, studio shifted around you in Kevin out uh, didn't get a chance to kind of preview it and tee it up so I was like well we're letting it play and uh, I like it great request uh, the person who texted in I can't remember who uh, they said they didn't want us to say it because they were almost like embarrassed that they really like a, a Sia Christmas song hey let go of your uh, manliness it's alright to like uh, softer music sometimes there's nothing wrong with that I mean, I, I don't know too many songs by Sia, but she does Chandelier, right? Correct. I mean, that's a... Titanium pa- with yeah. David Guetta. Well, that's good too, but Chandelier is powerful. That one with Sean Paul? Don't know that one. I don't know much about her, but from what I do know, she's got hits, and I, right now that's like three for three. Anyways, <laughs> interesting uh, start to the show with a little Sia to get us going. Kind of... You know what? We got to like embrace the new Christmas carols because there aren't too many new ones coming out. And I feel like when, when the new ones do drop, we're pretty quick to dismiss them because we love the classics. So I, I think that's an original. I'm here for it. I'll add it to the mix and we'll keep it going. Now, one 1440 is the text line. If you've got any questions for us today, we can talk some NHL, NFL. we got the Thursday nighter. You can head down to the Canadian Brew House for that one. We've got the Oilers taking on the Devils, a game with, you know, potential, a lot of nice hockey fantasy upside there. Some talent going out there tonight for the Oilers. Got to get it going. Got to score more than one goal. Can't beat the Devils. one nothing. We'll see what happens in that one. Uh, we will be joined on the program by one of our favorites, Alan Seslowski of Rotowire and Sirius XM Fantasy. We'll do that in about 20 minutes time. So get those texts in right now. You can also email us, Connor at sports1440.ca and Brandon at sports1440.ca. Also on the show later on, we will let you know what's coming up on the Lowdown with Low Tide and Declan Kruger and the Jason Greger Show. Terry Ryan will be back. I was informed this morning that he is ready to go. That tells me... Season three of Shores, he's finished shooting, and it'll be out in, who knows, like a year? That, I yeah, think it takes I, a long I, time to put it I, together. I, yeah, it's it's crazy, the behind-the-scenes stuff that goes into to making these shows. And what I like about, like, you could force it and try to get it out sooner, but then you're maybe compromising quality a little bit. So they take their time. They've set a very high standard with the first two seasons of the program, and they uh, certainly want to maintain that. So I would expect it maybe next fall, next winter. That was when season two dropped, right, this September? I believe so. It was right yeah. after right after we launched. Like TR was teeing it up uh, that first week. So I, I would expect it maybe around that same time next year. I will be ready for it this time. I always get into shows a little bit too late, and this was no difference, but uh, Shorzy was classic. So yeah, TR back on the Jason Greger show full time. We're not giving him any more time off until he has to film for season four. Uh, Rich says, I grew up on 80s metal and I love Sia. Boy, Rich. I grew up not on 80s metal, but I love 80s metal. And from what I've heard of Sia, I guess I love her too. I grew up on nothing but country music, and I love hip-hop music. Life's too short to hate a genre of music, like, although I, country's not my favorite. I just like I just like good music, <laughs> and I like some bad music too. 
And there's nothing wrong with that. Like what you like. Don't let other people put you down. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, we'll jump into the inbox here. If you've got any questions, like we said, one 401 It is Fantasy Frenzy. We do appreciate you tuning in. And I've told you about before, if you're, you know, you're in your car and you're just about to pull up, you're about to park and you're thinking, man, I'd really like to listen to these two young gentlemen talk about fantasy sports. Just do it on one of our apps. We've got the Stingray app. We have Radio Player Canada. We've got TuneIn, iHeartRadio. That's my preference. Or you can go to sports1440.ca and use the player there. Or just talk to your phone, your smart speaker, whatever it is. Tell it to play Sports 1440. It'll say we're playing Sports 1440 and you will be good to go. Camro Sparky says, hey, guys, thanks for the help throughout this season. I've made the semifinals and need help picking my receivers. I have Jefferson, Rice, DJ Moore, Olave, and Amari Cooper. I need to play three. I'm leaning towards Jefferson, Rice, and Moore. Looking for your thoughts and hoping to make a trip to the finals. Well, Camro Sparky, congratulations. It's a nice little run you've gone on this season. I would agree with you. I think Jefferson and Rice, you kind of have to go with. Rice is really starting to, you know, step up in that Kansas City offense. Jefferson, I think he's just so good. It doesn't matter who the the quarterback is. They're going to find ways to get him the ball. And, I mean, you probably invested very highly in him, so you got to go with your guy. DJ Moore, for me, it's the quarterbacks. Olave is a nice player. Quarterback plays, who knows. Amari Cooper. Joe Flacco, is that connection going to work? Because Joe or Cooper had a big play last week, but it came off kind of sloppy play by the opposing defense, right? Yeah, um, Amari Cooper had been, I don't want to say trending downwards, but uh, it, since the fall of Deshaun Watson, had not been looking like the same incredibly productive player he'd been for most of the season. But he's back in a big way last week um, uh, with the big score, uh, big play to set up the final drive, if I recall correctly. So, I, I think there might, like, with repetitions, maybe coming a little more familiarity between Joe Flacco. We all know how much he's loved uh, David and Joku thus far. Uh, but I, like, I, I'm playing Cooper in both leagues still. Uh, I've leaned on him all season, even when he's uh, not necessarily come through with huge performances. He's, I think he has a low, uh, a pretty decent floor. Like, he's not probably going out there and going uh, one reception for eight yards. Uh, per se, even with a backup quarterback in. So I like Cooper. I agree with you, Connor. You have to play Justin Jefferson regardless of who's uh, who's under center. And I think if those are... You need to play three, Sparky said. Yeah. Uh, I'm going Rice. I think I'm going Rice as well. Yeah. I, I don't mind those options. Like, I think DJ Moore's a fine player. Could get you that big play. Uh, just looking back at Amari Cooper this season, there have been a couple games where he has been uh, neutralized quite a bit. And uh, he, ha- he has dealt yards. with he has dealt with some injuries, uh, leaving games early with injury, or if he has remained in it, uh, battling injury uh, while he's uh, you know returned to the lineup uh, in game. So th- there's a few things like that that kind of go unnoticed, I guess. We just look back at box score, but uh, but yeah, for the most part, he's been a, a productive player this year with just a few a few kind of down games, I guess. Yeah, and he even in those games that he has left, I mean, the least he's been targeted in a game is five times, right? So, so he still gets looks. He, he's like, the veteran guy in that receiving core. He's going to be uh, when when the Browns are fighting here, and I said it a lot uh, yesterday. I'll say it again today. I think they win this game over uh, Houston pretty handily. Um I, 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 he's going to get a ton of reps uh, and then they'll probably turn to the run game maybe in the second half. So I, uh, I, I still like Cooper as a play. I'm leaning on him. I encourage you to as well, Sparky. Uh, this one comes in. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Deontay Foreman, Romeo Dobbs, Wicks, and Robinson. Who would you flex? 
I probably go Foreman with the Bears. <laughs> I mean, I I don't like some of those options. I, I was kind of impartial to Romeo Dobbs, but he's not consistent enough through the season. Wicks for the Packers. I think he's battling injury. So I, I probably go Foreman. That one came in from St. Albert Kevin, if you're mm-hmm. looking for it. It was a, a graphic and not text. Yeah. Um, I'm, I think I'm in the same boat. Uh, like the Bears run game has actually been pretty surprisingly productive, I guess, at times. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not high on the Bears as a whole. Um, they, they play the Cardinals, so it's a good matchup. But I think I'm, I think I'll probably just agree with you on this one for the, for the sake of simplicity, Connor. That uh, Dante Foreman he doesn't jump off the page at me, and I no. pretty clear Herbert is back. He was back last week, correct, and didn't uh, re-aggravate anything. So it'll be split duties at best. And I think they still like Herbert to, to probably get more touches uh, in a full game. Uh, BB text in says, "See ya, Santa's coming for us." I've also got a text here from Brad Slater saying, "See ya, sucks." <laughs> just a hater. Just a hater about Brad Slater is. Uh, Rod says everything but rap. Merry Christmas, Rod. Rod, Merry Christmas. We've got a Playbook Vic saying Twisted Sister Christmas. Yeah, they've got a couple must plays. Like, I think you have to get it into the into the system. Well, let's go back to this fantasy talk here. J-Do, J-D-O. I will also reiterate my text from a couple days ago. That's that's what I say. If, you, if we don't get to your text and it's like a Tuesday, Wednesday... Make sure you send it in on Thursday. Just let us know. Yeah, we, we don't mind uh, seeing a double text. Like it's because we miss stuff. There's a lot that come in, and sometimes uh, one will already get shuffled to the bottom of uh, the pile as they flood in uh, over the course of, like I said, obviously very busy on uh, on Thursdays and Fridays usually. So if if we don't get to it, just just fire it off again. We don't mind. Have to play five. Okay, so there's a lot of names <laughs> coming lot. your way. <laughs> Jefferson, Rice, Adams, Williams. I will also say Javante Williams. When it's a a name like Williams, we need that first name just in case. Rashad White, Rashad White, James, James Cook. Cook, Isaiah Pacheco, also McBride or Hawk. That's Hawkinson. I mean, I'm going to lean with Hawkinson. McBride has been a nice little play though. And see, Jado says uh, leaning McBride because he doesn't like Mullins. <laughs> if there's one thing that uh, history tells us, backup quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks, inexperienced quarterbacks, tight ends are their best friends, especially reliable tight ends, which I think TJ Hawkinson probably uh, is at near the top of the pile of in that category. So I, I, I actually really like uh, TJ Hawkinson over McBride. Yes, the cards are not a good team and they're playing the Bears who their run defense is really good. Pass defense, not quite as much so. Uh, but I like you. We're in the playoffs. Play your best players. Play your players with something to play for. That's what the Vikings are doing. They're holding on to a wild card spot. Play TJ Hawkinson. Play Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Oh, of course. You know, use the guys that got you there, right? Uh, it was Kyron Williams hmm. for the Rams there. So, okay, we need five. I'm going Rice. I'm going Jefferson. Cook, assuming he's healthy. Got to go there. To, to me, Rashad White is a must play. He's got you got nice options here. Devontae Adams, maybe you don't like the matchup against the Chiefs. But they're gonna need to score points. I, I think we had a similar te- we had another question about Adams earlier this week, and I think we both agreed that uh, the other option was better. I, I'm gonna stick with that. Uh, yeah, I, do, I don't like the matchup against the Chiefs. D Raiders are out of it. Chiefs uh, trying to get the one seed reclaimed. I think they'll I think they'll play big. 
And uh, yeah, I'd be uh, I'd be going JJ over Devonte, as his uh, his follow up text kind of said. Basically, that's what it boils down to for him. Uh, RBS texting in twenty three three four zero one fourteen forty after Gersiger McBride has outscored Hawk the last two weeks. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're like that. That whole roster is good. I mean, there's not like a bad pick there, in my opinion. And yeah, it's not a knock on uh, on McBride. He, he's he's emerged. He's having a great season. Uh, Cardinals feeling comfortable enough to totally cut a veteran t- uh, tight end in Zach Ertz. Is Zach Ertz landed anywhere? Did he sign with the Eagles? Not yet. No. No. Very surprising. Um, but I, like I said, I just when it comes down to this time of the season, I personally prefer players who have something to play for. And the Cardinals, as a team, do not. If anything, they probably want to lose to try and uh, get more in that realm of the Patriots and Panthers side of things. Whereas the Vikings are in the middle of a very tight playoff race in the NFC. And uh, keep in mind, the before last week, uh, TJ Hawkinson still had um, Josh Dobbs on the tail end of his uh, great story, which was not so great. So you have to keep that in mind too. And, and I mean, hey, Kyler Murray back, uh, I'm sure he's loving his... Uh, his tight end down there. So no, there's no bad option. I'm just saying me personally, I would go Hawkinson because of circumstance. Hawkinson, uh, 11 points total his last two weeks. Meanwhile, McBride has 24. Hawkinson, though, playing his former team. It's revenge a, it's a game. Lions. So yeah, a revenge game. And, uh, you know, there's always something to play for. We never know about their bonuses or what there might be. So there could be something going on there. Uh, one came in here. Just got to scroll down and find it. Like I said, every once in a while, we get a bunch of these coming in. It was about health, and I feel like I may have lost it, or the person sent in another text. Either way, uh, one of the names it was about was Jerome Ford. Uh, with his wrist, he was limited at practice yesterday. So wait and see. Uh, like we say, you always go check out their websites. Just for that one, you simply search Brown's injury report, and it'll be right there and you can always just take a look always check it up the day before that's going to be your best one see how they practice follow teams beat reporters because as much as we can tell you monday through friday we're not on air on the weekend and that's when it's pretty crucial adam Schefter is usually the guy who's going to have that breaking news at like two in the morning so make sure you give him a follow and check him out early on sunday mornings to make sure you got it right or saturday mornings there are saturday games make sure you check your lineup RBS says, valid point, just need McBride to play well. Ha, ha, ha. Merry Christmas, fellas. RBS, Merry Christmas. Thank you for tuning in once again. Uh, we do have a lot of texts come in here with no names, so uh, make sure you fire us your name so we can enter you into our system. And we're more likely to get to you. There's a bias there, even if, if we won't admit it. There is a bias. When I see a name, I can remember who sent that text. When it's a number, sometimes it just slips through the cracks. That's the way it goes. A lot of great texts coming in here right now, though. We'll save those for our guest today. Our fantasy wizard, in fact, for the Canadian Brew House, Alan Seslowski of Sirius XM Fantasy Radio, as well as Rotowire. We'll get to that next. It is Fantasy Frenzy, Hallie and Douglas, brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky here on Sports 1440. Good morning once again. Thank you for tuning in to Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. We are four days away from Christmas. Uh, have you done your shopping yet? If not, swing by West Edmonton Mall. Come say hello to us at the uh, Stingray Studios. Maybe we'll hook you up with a little bottle of water and point you in the direction of Wilhock Beef Jerky, Alberta's best beef jerky locations right here in West Edmonton Mall or Spruce Grove and Leduc online at wilhockbeefjerky.com. I've been telling you, quick little gift card would make a great stocking stuffer or you got a party you're going to Christmas Eve, maybe Christmas Day, maybe Boxing Day. Swing by Wilhock Beef Jerky, grab a bag, 
I recommend the $50 bag and take it to the party. You'll be the most popular one there. Check them out. Willock Beef Jerky. Dot com. Lots of texts coming in here. one 401 1440 Some of these we are going to save for our next guest here because uh, we've got a lot of great questions coming in. We've got a really good guest coming on in a second here. Our Fantasy Wizard brought to you by the Canadian Brew House. You can join the CBH for Monday, Thursday, and Sunday Night Football for your chance to win awesome game day prizes and qualify for a chance to win a trip for two to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Maybe you want to go out tonight. You got the Oilers and Devils at 5.30. Then just after 6 o'clock, Rams taking on the Saints. Big game for both of those teams. Head to the CBH. You can chance, win a chance to this, go to the Super Bowl. And since it's an Oilers game day, they'll also be giving away tickets to an upcoming Oilers game. So uh, any CBH location, make sure you go check them out tonight for this one. Right now we bring in Alan Soslowski of Rotowire and Sirius XM Fantasy Radio. Alan, good afternoon. How are you doing? Oh, I am limping to the finish line here, guys. My teams are duct taped, wired together. I mean, this is like the ugliest uh, starting lineup I've had, but that's what fantasy football is. All those beautiful, shiny studs you drafted back in August and September. Man, oof, it's uh, it's been an interesting season, but it's winter go home, so I'm ready to go, baby. Now, Alan, there's no way I can fact check you on this one, so be as honest as you want to be. But how many leagues are you in, and in how many leagues are you still competing? Okay, so it's a very it's it's psychotic. Just so you know, this is actual it's true, truth is stranger than fiction. I'm in 41 <laughs> leagues this year, guys. 41. It is. I do not recommend this for anyone. This is how you could put yourself in an insane asylum. Uh, I actually had a good year getting through. I had nine buys, 13 playoff berths, and about nine or, you know, the rest of them are basically dead teams. But in those uh, non-buy teams, I, I got about half of them through. I, I would say, man, if I can come out of this thing with three to five championships, I mean, that's a major, major win. And obviously we have leagues, and I'm sure you guys are in a bunch of leagues that we, we kind of favor versus the other ones, the ones that are against our friends or our 20-year leagues, or maybe they're for a little extra money. So it's not just winning those championships, guys. It's the, the I want to win the ones where I can really stick it to my friends. That is true. There is a, certainly a power ranking. Now, when you're in that many leagues and let's just say hypothetically Devontae Adams scores a touchdown in your brain are you like okay I have him in 12 leagues I'm going up against him in 14 leagues are you kind of weighing it out in your mind I am rooting for and against every single player in every game (laughs) so I'm telling you this is I do not recommend this I am a test case for what not to do this is like the guy that just gets out of control and but what happens is I love fantasy football so much just like you guys do just like your listeners do if somebody, I have a problem. I need to go to Fantasy Football Anonymous. I mean, someone asked me to be in a league. I say, no, I'm not doing it anymore. They, they give me, like, one little strange scoring, and I'm in all of a sudden. Now, all of a sudden, like you said, I, I, it's destroyed watching football for me completely. Uh, I don't even have a favorite team anymore. I guess I still love the Jets being a native New Yorker. But, yeah, you're right. It's like I almost don't even check my scores until all the action is over because when Devontae Adams scores, it helped me in one league, and it killed me in another. Well, well, we'll throw some questions at you and, and maybe you can relate to some of these situations going here because we, we, we mentioned you were coming on today and a lot of text started to flow in. So we'll start with Trevor here. He says, hey, guys, I need some help. Mixon or Chandler? Is Madden, uh, Madison out? Uh, Mixon only has three touchdowns against Pittsburgh in his career. So well, maybe we'll just say with Mixon. Uh, what do you feel about him going into this week's matchup? I mean, 
you know, the emergence of Chase Brown, uh, it, it, especially in this matchup against Pittsburgh, should back you off mixing a little bit. But the guy's a top 12 back, man. I have him at 12 actually overall in my rankings here. And I understand the, the Ty Chandler after he just basically uh, probably advanced you to the next week last week. But man, it's the mat, like I said, the matchup is pretty good, and Mixon's just a volume guy. It, it, you know, this Jake Browning thing at quarterback, where he's basically been a top five quarterback at some point. They're just going to go back to relying on the run. It's a very tight call, and I won't talk you out of it. I mean, listen, play the players that you want to play. But in my rankings, if this was my team, I'm starting Joe Mixon and basically not watching the game because it's ugly. Now, we had this one come in from Grandpa Jim. I believe he's in a league against his grandkids where he's just been beating up on them all season long, and he wants it to continue. You can tell he's got some nice depth at running back. He needs three. So he tells us he's thinking James Conner, Raheem Mostert, and Derrick Henry, but he's also got Eckler and Montgomery. Uh, Do you think Conner, Henry, and Mostert are the obvious starts here? Yeah, I think those are the obvious starts. I think we just take uh, Austin Eckler, as much as we love him all these years for fantasy football, I heard him on a podcast the other day. He definitely sounds like the him and the rest of that team has been morally beat up already. And Austin Eckler, for the first time in a long time, is in he needs like a show-me week, meaning you can't just proactively start a player that's been killing you for fantasy. This is when you have to like – cross off the name, like the get rid of the name brand equity in your, in your head. And, and he's the easy bet. So I think the three players uh, that grandpa has in there are the right ones. And you know what? I wouldn't tell him not to start Montgomery, but he's got three studs. Lock them, load them. Let's win and get into the championship. Uh, one last one for me here before we hand things over to my co-host Brandon Douglas as Alan Zaslowski joining us here on Fantasy Frenzy. Catches work at Rotowire as well as Sirius XM Fantasy Radio Sunday mornings, 7 a.m. Mountain Time. And uh, it's it's Isaiah Likely at the tight end position. We've had a couple of people asking about Likely versus so-and-so. But when you look at Likely with the Ravens, how how big of a role do you think he fits in there, especially with Andrews being out once again? Yeah, I mean, Isaiah likely, every time he goes out there, for sure, a couple weeks ago he scored on a broken play so he can make the excuse, but last week it, he it just watched the game, right? And you see, this is a player. And without Andrews there, I mean, this offense basically features the tight end first. Now, the Ravens also lost Keaton Mitchell, who's a big play guy, so presumably they're going to have to uh, have longer drives. They're not going to have that breakaway. And then let's see who their wide receivers are. They have the rookies, A. Flowers, who's more of a, you know, a low uh, average depth of target player. You have Odell Beckham, who makes a splash play here and there. But uh, Lamar Jackson trusts Isaiah Likely. I mean, I can't imagine you have a better player than him. I have him ranked firmly inside the top 12. Now, the matchup's a little tricky, right, San Francisco? Um, But it's a primetime game. I mean, if you have, like, Evan Ingram or Sam Laporte or David Njoku, sure, those are easy starts. But, man, if you have Dalton Kincaid and he's he's giving you a couple zeros in a row or um, Dalton Schultz on the Houston Texans and C.J. Stroud looks like he's not playing, man, I'm I'm just going to put Isaiah Likely there and understanding it's basically touchdown a bust for a lot of these guys. Alan Soslowski from uh, Rotowire and Sirius XM Fantasy Radio, our guest here on Fantasy Frenzy Sports 1440 with Hallie and Douglas. Uh, Alan, I'm going to loop back to what you mentioned about, you know, growing up a Jets fan. This Commanders-Jets game doesn't seem to have much uh, in terms of actual result-driven uh, in the standings. 
But Sam Howell's been a go-to starting quarterback for fantasy owners all year. Gets yanked last week. Uh, Rivera says he's going to be back in. But at the same time, this Jets defense has been stout. So if you're uh, kind of stacking this up, Sam Howell's upside versus the Jets D if you're still looking to start them. Which of the two do you prefer? Oh, it, by the way, this is so funny, this game, because this is the 32nd-ranked offense in the NFL, the New York Jets, versus the 32nd-ranked defense in the NFL, the Washington Commanders, right? Pick your poison <laughs> here, guys. But you're actually asking out the other side of the ball. Mm-hmm. The Jets' defense um, has basically made elite quarterbacks look bad, right? A lot of, uh, like even Justin Herbert, had his worst game of his career against this Jets' defense. The Jets are pathetic, right? I mean, but... Even there, but their defense is elite, and they are, they're probably going to. I would not start my Washington Commanders who I didn't have to, right? Especially since it's Sam Howell. Now, if Jacoby Brissett was at quarterback, now you've already mentioned that's probably not going to happen. Um, I would feel a little differently, but we already saw, like, if you're thinking about starting Sam Howell, he already now has benching risk, right? Mm-hmm. If he, he has a very short leash, if he doesn't have a good first quarter, Ron Rivera, he is not going to hesitate. Uh, to put uh, to put Brissett in there. So if you're start, I mean, listen, some of us that play in like two quarterback leagues, super flex leagues, you may not have a choice. But I, I have no faith that he's going to last the whole game. I would even think, I'm just looking down my rankings, even someone like Taylor Heineke, who's going to mm-hmm. get a start for Atlanta, I would prefer over Howell. Now, if you need, if you're a huge underdog this week and you need that mega nuclear upside, then I could see putting Howell in. But just understand, the floor is very low for Howell for the first time in a long time with that benching risk. You mentioned Taylor Heineke there, one of uh, many kind of pinch hit type quarterbacks that I think so many fantasy owners have had to lean on at different points of the season due to injuries and benching, et cetera. One of the better stories in that regard has been Gardner Minshew with the, with the Colts. They go up against Heineke and the Falcons uh, on Sunday. Can Gardner Minshew keep this going and keep the Colts in this playoff race uh, once again in maybe a two QB league? Uh, do you still like Minshew's upside? Yeah, I like Minshew's upside. As a Jet fan, I'm like sick to my stomach that they didn't make a play for him in the offseason. He was readily available. It was not like that he was traded or like there was a bidding war. It was just like, yeah, uh, Gardner Minshew, I think he gets a bad rap uh, because he was like a a day three pick, a round six pick in the real NFL. But we've seen he has these stretches where – He's like basically like the 18th best quarterback in the league, but yet he's treated like he's the 38th best quarterback in the league. I wonder if Gardner Minshew not only brings the Colts to the playoffs, but let's say he wins a playoff game. I know this sounds nuts, but would the Colts even consider like just keeping him and bringing him back and, and trading uh, and trading the rookie that got hurt? Right? I mean, it's like no, probably not. But to answer your question directly. Man, I, I really like Gardner Minshew. The problem is, we've seen this with Gardner Minshew many times over again. And the clock does strike midnight. He has the three-interception game. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's why he's not like a perennial NFL starter. He's more of like the best backup in the league. Alan Soslowski from uh, Roto-Wire Series XM Fantasy Radio is where you can catch his work. Uh, joining us here on Fantasy Frenzy, Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you. Uh, Alan, last one for me for you. Um, this is a text in from Slurpee Sean, but uh, I'll selfishly admit it has some impact on myself as well. Uh, Devon, Devon H. and uh, back at practice, but still kind of battling that nagging toe injury that's uh, kept him out of the lineup at certain points. With the way Raheem Mostert's played in that Miami backfield, is HN almost a start risk, uh, even with the dynamic play we've seen from him this week? And uh, Slurpee Sean's uh, question specifically is uh, stacking HN up against Brandon Ayuk in his flex spot. 
Yeah, I'm making. I'm laughing to myself here because I think you guys are pulling the same trick that we do on our Sirius XM <laughs> radio show, where we pretend these are from callers, but they're really from our own teams. We say, "Yeah, uh, so, so Joey from uh, from Edmonton. Yeah, he needs to know." And it's really my question that I'm asking people. So, uh, wink, wink, nod, nod. Devin H. I mean, you got to start Brandon Ayuk, right? Mm-hmm. He's a top 15 real NFL receiver. He's probably a top 12 fantasy receiver next year. Be prepared to take Brandon Ayuk over Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel, you can look at his fantasy stats and say, what are you talking about here? But he's been buoyed by like rushing touchdowns were almost unrepeatable. Back to his question is that Devin H. Han, again, that's the nuclear option, right? We've seen what the upside is. It's basically like a, you know, a 35-plus fantasy point game, but there's a lot of risk. Now, if you were asking H. Han versus – you know, just like a volatile wide receiver. But Brandon Ayuk, he's going to get his. They're going to need him. I probably would not do that, but I'm going to go back to the same strategy that I talked about in the beginning of our conversation, guys. If you need that nuclear upside, let's say your projections on your software show that you're like 80-20 to lose or 70-30, you might need to take a big swing, and we all know that HN is that guy. Raheem Mostert, Man, that has just been some crazy story here with the 20 touchdowns. I mean, 31-year-old running back who's got a long injury history, has an Ironman season and leads the NFL. Man, if I can go back in time and make that bet like they did in that movie Back to the Future, uh, it's got to be like a million to one that Raheem Mostert would lead the NFL in touchdowns. Uh, so just to spin off of that, I'll take the uh, take the thinly veiled uh, question off and steer it back towards my team personally. Another boomer bust option to, to – put up against Devon HN, HN or Brandon Cooks? Who are you going with? This is HN, right? Because mm. we saw Dallas fall apart last week and now <laughs> we're we're uncertain with them again. So H they're both quote boomer busty, but we know one guy has actual nuclear upside and that's HN. Now, just Alan, I got to ask you this and this is it goes away back the history of fantasy football. Can you recall a team that had this many must starts as the Miami Dolphins, you know, two receivers, two running backs, obviously you're going to get two in there. I'm trying to think. I, I I can't remember a team being this loaded offensively, especially when it comes to fantasy football. That one year that the Denver Broncos had Peyton Manning, yeah. Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, no Sean Moreno, Julius Thomas at tight end. I mean, you could literally start every gut. They had West, didn't they have Wes Welker, too, in that team? <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, you could start all those guys. I mean, that's got to be going back, what, like 10 years at this point? But that's the one that would come to mind. Other than that, though, it's so rare, like you just said. That's crazy. Well, Alan, thanks so much for doing this again. I really appreciate it. Hopefully we can get you on again, and happy holidays. Happy holidays and anytime, guys. You know I'm here to help you out anytime. There you go. That is Alan Soslowski, favorite of the show, fan favorite, host favorite, everyone's favorite. Check him out online at Rotowire. Also, Sirius XM Fantasy Radio, Sunday mornings at 7 a.m. He's got you bright and early for your fantasy advice. And you can give him a follow on Twitter or X at Alan Soslowski. Check out uh, Sports 1440. We put out the schedule every day, so you can always check out who our guest is and give them a follow. And when it comes to fantasy football, that is extremely valuable. When we come back from break, we will get to some more of your text questions. We'll let you know what's coming up on the Lowdown with Low Tide, as well as the Jason Greger Show. The month of giving rolls on. We've got a very fun package from the good people at the Canadian Brew House and more. And maybe we'll bring uh, Brad Slater on the show, talk about his fantasy football teams as well. It is Fantasy Frenzy. Brought to you by Wilhawk Beef, Jerky, Hallie, and Douglas on Sports 1440.
Bruce Springsteen is the goat of making us wait for songs to start, is he not? It's true. I mean, I love the... I, I, I'm a payoff guy. I love the payoff. But in an hour radio show, we can't be doing this. And we got to get right into it. So that's the last I'll say about it. And let's go. It's Fantasy Frenzy. Brought to you by Willock Beef Jerky. Looked like you wanted to say one more thing, Brandon. So... uh. Yeah, we'd had a request for Bruce's version of that song. Um, there's multiple options in the library. If it gets back in the mix for tomorrow, the full Christmas day, we'll have to see if uh, there's a different version of it that maybe does a jump in a little quicker, perhaps. You got to like uh, play it on preview and then turn that preview fader into a real fader right as the song starts. So true. Run it up like two minutes beforehand and then you'll be hit the ground running. Be laughing. Like Rudolph. Run, run, Rudolph by Brian Adams. That will definitely be on the playlist tomorrow. And Mason Rudolph, starting, starting for the Steelers. quarterback, <laughs> starting quarterback in the NFL once again. Anyway, fantasy frenzy one eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. If you want to get some text in here, last minute, uh, we'll let you know what's coming up on the lowdown with Low Tide as I sweep through here. Of course, they will get you ready for all the action tonight in the NHL. The Oilers taking on the New Jersey Devils. They'll have Mike Morali on to talk about that from NHL.com. That'll be at 1220. They'll do some rumors also. Mr. Gene Shorts Bagged Milk will be by at 1 o'clock. They'll talk a little college football season. Declan Kruger, I assume, will take the reins on that one and get you ready for all that's coming up tonight. I think we got two bowl games tonight. I think one in the afternoon, so that's what I'll be... Having on the uh, the little laptop. If you're watching the Jason Greger show on YouTube, you'll see me watching college football. Stimulating television. Well, I've, also, just, I've just got one on my schedule, the Boca Raton Bowl. What time U- does it USF start? USF and Syracuse, 6 p.m. Oh. Well, never mind then. Sorry to let you all down that wanted to watch me watch football. Maybe next time. Uh, on the Greger show today, loaded show. The producers of that show really loaded it up, Brad Slater and myself. Uh, we've got Bob Harris from Series XM Fantasy Football at 220. We'll also have Dave McCarthy at 240, Terry Ryan at 3, Ken Danico, longtime New Jersey Devil analyst and player at 320, Colin Livingston for the Canto Racing Report at 340 at 4, Terry Ryan and his rant, also the Ski Report, 420, James Duthie, TSN, 5 o'clock Mark Spector, 520, will be joined by Robin Brownlee of Oilers Nation. So uh, lots to get to on the shows today. And of course, the month of giving continues. We have two packages up for grabs today. Package number one is going to be the Canadian Brew House package. They have the... They've, they've got a building and I don't even know if it exists. We have to talk to Patty and see if he can give us a little sneak peek of this place. This building has a full gymnasium with volleyball, basketball, hockey, soccer, tennis, ball machine, rock climbing wall, two bowling lanes, three TVs, and arcade games. You're going to win this for the evening. $1,000 food or beverage. Credit will be supplied. The staff will be there. Uh, you can bring your staff. A birthday party. Stag or stagette. Actually, birthday party. That's not a bad idea. Winner will need to book in advance. But... Uh, this is pretty pretty tough to get your hands on. So that's going to be package number one. I mean, that $1,000 food and drink credit alone is amazing. Take the crew out to that. That's going to be a fun night. Also, package number two, four premium seats on the Lowe's ledge for the Oilers Sens game on January 6th. Also, a custom 24 by 36 sign from Steel Collar CNC. You can personalize your man cave. 
she shack cellar place of business home zoom backdrop etc with a 3d design and a custom basket honoring red wine lifestyle if you know you know which includes uh, some nice glasses a decanter and six bottles of red we actually had that dropped off it was sealed shut veteran move from the fine folks ryan the wine guy very good move because you never know who might want to uh, dabble We've had some issues with things being consumed in this studio, so good on them for sealing that one up. Uh, that's going to get going at 2 o'clock today on the Jason Greger show. So we've got the Canadian Brew House Clubhouse package and also the Oilers tickets, wine, and sign 2 till 6 on the show. Uh, we've got Brad Slater here. Can we on, pop that mic on for Brad? Brad, how you doing? Pretty good, man. How you guys doing? Good. Welcome back to uh, the AM Radio Airways in Edmonton. It feels good. It feels good. Been a while, like you're like you're back on the ground running. So you're going to be sitting in here uh, next week. You're going to be on the lowdown with Low Tide with, we think, Declan, but maybe a surprise guest host. Uh, how are you feeling about that? You're going to fire up the Oilers fans? A little nervous. I haven't even looked at the schedule next week. I know they got three games next week. I think they're in Ottawa. Uh, late next week or Wednesday next week. But Start I, I, January. I like They're out west next week. Oh, west. San Jose. Yes. yes. There you go. Everyone loves Drew Remenda in Edmonton, you know. So yeah. So have to get Drew on. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, go from there. Uh, NFL playoffs rounding up. My Seahawks, sadly, I don't think will make it. But, you know, they're in tough against the Vikings. I think that's their, you know, legitimate only chance of getting into the playoffs is getting that spot from them. But if they do get that spot, that means they're going back to Detroit to play the Lions. And uh, I don't want that, and I don't think any Seahawk fan wants that because I know they won, I think, 38-35 earlier this year, but it ain't happening again. That uh, that Detroit Lions team is is not a team I want to play in the playoffs. So. I, I don't think a lot of teams want to either. Now, we got a text here, no names. We'll get those names in here. You're familiar with the LA Rams, division rival. Yep. They take on the Saints tonight. The question is, Rams by four and a half. Uh, I would take the Rams tonight just on the fact of Puka Nakua. Uh, Cooper Cup and the running back is it Kyrie Kyron Williams? Williams? Yep. Um, just them alone, I think. Will uh, it's Thursday games this year have not been friendly to anybody, and especially the viewers. And I think this game tonight's going to be not not that much different. Um, so yeah, Aaron Aaron Donald wreaking havoc on whoever might be quarterback for the Saints. What about that great Steelers Patriots game we had a couple Thursdays ago? That was a real bar. <laughs> you know burner. that wasn't that bad. I mean, like that actually might be one of the best Thursday night football games we've had this year because it was actually competitive. Nah. Even if even if all that not all that exciting. Yeah, per se. it's like terrible think, competitive. I think we should put all our producing hats together, and I think we should try and get the NFL scheduler on. Uh, whoever it is, whoever, if it's a, if it's a team and I just want to know what goes into coming up with some of these games and choosings, because I know they only flexed the one game from Sunday to Monday this year. So far it was this past weekend and you know, it was a good game that they, they flipped out putting in the, the Seahawks Eagle game on Monday night. But I want to know what they think about when they come up with these schedules and, and what goes into it because, Oh, is it Friday at like four fifty five? And they're like, Hey, Yeah. Bears and Raiders. Yeah, that'll be beauty. Like, what's what's going into this? It is it is interesting how it works. Uh, I like to blame a computer. I, th- I think it's always the computer that we have to blame. Because I believe, was it Major League Baseball? I used to have uh, a little like a little old couple that would put the schedule together, <laughs> and they would uh, do it that way. We've got a we little girl at the window. window right now. Hello. And, you know, I think they got out of that. They, they started to go to the computer and try to factor in other things to try to make it work. But, yeah, some of these Thursday night games... <sighs> You, do, you think if you go in division, there might be a little bit of familiarity, and that might simplify things just a bit, but my What do you gosh. guys think about the weekend ahead? Is there one game that stands out for you that is must-watch TV? 
Well, I mean, I think we got to talk about the the game that wraps it all up, right? Niners Ravens. Yeah. Monday night uh, yeah. football. Christmas. Everyone's going to be settling down to watch that one. I think that's going to be must watch. Cowboys Dolphins on Christmas Eve. Yeah, no, definitely. I think the game, and then we have Chiefs on uh, Christmas morning as well at eleven o'clock. Who are they playing? Raiders. Yeah. Maybe that's a, that's a revenge <laughs> game. No, I don't know. I just see the the Chiefs winning that game handily. But out of the games on Monday, you mentioned the the Niners and the Ravens. And I think that's going to be the game to watch. For sure, for sure. I, I think that uh, the Saturday morning game, as I scroll back here, Bengals-Steelers, another one could be competitive. Those are always three-point games between the Bengals and Steelers. So if you play Proline or if you're a betting person, take that three points because it's always 13-10, 16-13. You know, it's one of those types of games. But uh, I, I like the Steelers in this one. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we talked about it. Uh, Mason Rudolph will get the start at quarterback. Uh Browning, see how long he can keep that streak going. No Jamar Chase, so no Jamar they didn't have Chase. Him, but you know they got Higgins, they got Boyd, they have other weapons there. But I, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers will win a close one this weekend. Oh, that's going to be interesting for sure. Some text coming in here. Lance says, "Let's go Raiders." Well, we will see. Chomskers says, "Can you trust Alvin Kamara tonight?" Uh, Brandon, you replied to the text. He's probably the only Saint you can trust. Yeah, like. What what is Derek Carr's deal? This uh, th- this guy. We we had uh, we had a great guest uh, from down in New Orleans on the Kevin Carey show this morning to talk about it. And, and like Alvin Kamara is like he is a really good football player. Has he lost half a step uh, compared to his prime? Yeah, probably. But he's still probably their most trusted pass catcher. Of course, he's going to get a ton of touches out of the backfield. The only thing is uh, if this game maybe does get out of hand because the Rams' offense is still pretty lethal uh, between Cup, Nakua, Stafford, and the aforementioned Kyron Williams. Um, then then maybe you won't see him get as many touches as they go to Derek Carr throwing prayers down the field. But uh, I, I'd, if I had Alvin Kamara, I'd be starting him. Would you guys put Jamal Williams as the, one of the biggest busts of the year, fantasy-wise, just coming from Detroit, I think 16 touchdowns last year. I know I didn't take him as high as, you know, I wanted some people seem to have taken him, but uh, do you think his injuries are his factor this year, or do you think it's just a different offense, or do you think it's having another running back like Kamara? Well, I will say I took Jamal Williams later on, but I also took Jonathan Taylor. So it was my plan was to use him for four games and then toss him, bring in Jonathan Taylor when Alvin Kamara returned to the lineup and everything like that. And if it worked out, I would say so because you know how good he was in the red zone with Detroit the year before. I thought for sure it'd be like, okay, this guy, we get the red zone, let's go for it. But the Saints just throw Taysom Hill out there. And exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quit yeah, stealing his touchdowns. I think it's basically a matter of deployment. Like, I, he's the same player, but even those first four weeks um, when Kamara was suspended, like, he didn't he didn't do anything uh, of no. note. So he didn't necessarily earn uh, any more looks once Kamara returned. Uh, it's, it's tough. Like, I was at the forefront of questioning Detroit's motives when they ship out both of their uh, running backs who had a ton of success in that system, uh, bringing a high draft pick and then uh, another veteran guy. But it's worked out for them and uh, hasn't worked out uh, as much so well for New Orleans bringing in Williams. Of course, DeAndre Swift having a, a ton of success with Philly. So a uh, few different sides to the coin, but I, I, yeah, Williams definitely a big disappointment. Just going back to it, uh, the Rams defense the last three games averaging about 101 yards on the ground so Kamara I know he's a dual threat but they've been pretty good uh, actually improved from their season total which is 110 so maybe you want to watch out on that when they're coming off a game where they just allowed 79 yards so the run defense for the Rams improving uh, Brad thanks for hopping on uh, people are going to hear more from you next week on the lowdown with low tide yeah I'm very excited to be back and on the air and I'll take a prop bet tonight for you guys I'll take a Matt Stafford interception he had four previous games he had interception the last three he hasn't so he's due 
It's due. It's coming. I mean, he's going to try to th- throw it around out there. Greatest oh, show yeah. on turf. We will see uh, if you want to take that bet, uh, that bet. And if Brad cashes it for you on Twitter at I want to donair. And if he, if he fails you, you can still let him know. Uh, that's going to do it, though, for us here on Fantasy Frenzy. Big thank you to everyone who tuned in today and sent in those questions. Again, if we missed anything, send them in tomorrow. We'll try to get you quickly. A Kirk, Olave tonight. Brandon, Kirk asks about Olave. What do you think? Pass. Pass? Imitation Tom also says you have to be nuts to not start Camara. So there you go. Skippy, your texts are coming through. Uh, we'll have to look at uh, these and try to get to you. Alex Gorgiev, Skippy. There it is. Gorgia versus Ottawa. Lock it in. Low Tide's up next. Send him a text. 1833-401-1440. That will make his day for certain. Have a great day, everyone. Enjoy Thursday Night Football and the Oilers. Low Tide up next. Gregor at 2 o'clock. The month of giving continues. So uh, get those checkbooks ready. Let's raise some money for a great cause. And we'll get to an update with Brandon Douglas. Brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky. Home of Alberta's best beef jerky locations in Leduc's, Bruce Grove, and West Edmonton Mall. WilhockBeefJerky.com. Here is the Duke.